Hello, welcome to another episode of the Sam and Dave Show. Woo woo! <laughs> this week, our our theme is around social media and the impact that that social media has on our on our well being. Um, we're joined by none other, <laughs> none other than <laughs> Helen from ALM. Hello, Helen. Hello, everybody. It's lovely to be here. Thanks for inviting me. You're very welcome. So, when we first mentioned about you joining us mm. for the podcast, you, you said about that you wanted to talk about social media. So, mm. was there anything particular that, that made you think about that and, and why, why you think that's important? Yes, because I think from, um, from lots of different angles, I see social media and the influence of social media. Um, and um, particularly in my job, I see lots and lots of positives uh, with the use of social media. So obviously, working in a in a promotional role and working on the marketing team, um, it's amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. The benefits are brilliant as a tool for communication and for um, getting lots and lots of information out there quickly to an extremely wide audience um, in a fun way. You know, it can be absolutely invaluable to to our team and it's it's really a way in which we know young people communicate these days and that that's that's the norm and that and it's brilliant. Um, but <laughs> Um, I think it's very well known and widely known that there can be um, a lot of uh, kind of harmful um, influences, if you like, from um, perhaps the overuse of social media and over-reliance on social media in in people's uh, day-to-day lives. So um, I'm also a mother of two teenage children, so uh, one of whom's at university, he's 19, um, and I have a daughter who's 15. So obviously I see it from their point of view as well. And um, and I have seen firsthand um, how it can kind of bring people down a bit, really. So um, I think one of the things that I observe um, also from my own point of view, my own use of social media, is that often people are using it as a kind of a, an entertainment. So they're, they're looking at it as a form of kind of passing the time. Yeah. Let's have a, oh, let's have a nosy at what people are doing. Let's have a look. That's certainly kind of perhaps how I would use it. And then very often after you've maybe had a scroll through Facebook, for example, you actually feel worse than you did before. And, and, and I think from a psychological point of view, I think that's really interesting to to note in your own reaction to things um, and I think when I talk to my um, children about it you know obviously the tendency is for, for me to come across as an old person who doesn't really know what they're talking about you wouldn't describe yourself no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's like um, and and often young people they don't want to hear from from an older generation oh it's harmful you know don't use it as often uh, manage it manage your time on it and so on because they they you know quite rightly can say to me um, you don't get it it's part of our life it's you know you've, you've never had that in your when you were growing up and so on so I'll I'll have those conversations but um, equally I do think it's it's worth young people really taking a look at their use of social media and trying to stand back from it at least a little bit um, to manage their reaction to what they're seeing and, and, and how often they're, they're using it. Yeah.
I think that's the key, isn't it? And in fairness, they're right to say, you know, we didn't grow up with it. I mean, I first went on Facebook when I joined uni. Um, and that was because at that point, that was when it was becoming more popular. And actually now speaking to young people, Facebook's old fashioned. They laugh. Absolutely. Like I was fascinated. Yeah. And it's all about Instagram. Um, what's the other one? Snapchat is a big one. Um, TikTok. And I think that's the key thing. An activity I do sometimes with my students in class is I get them to go on their phones and they can look at how many hours they've spent. And actually, I get messages myself, you know, how many hours I've spent online, essentially, on my phone. And it's quite shocking, you know, and it shocks me sometimes. And I would say, oh, no, I, you know, I don't look at it a lot, but I am definitely using it more than I thought. Yeah. I think there's, there's two big things with social media. And one is the, the people that you follow tend to have similar interests to you. Mm. So you start believing the truth is different, mm-hmm. skewed somewhat. And I think Brexit was a a big point with that, that everyone was convinced that their side was going to win because they were followed by yeah. people yes. that have similar views. So, oh yeah, everyone's for it, everyone's against it because everyone that surrounded them was saying a similar thing. And, and the other thing for me with social media is it's a highlight reel of our life. It's not... It's not a true representation of what we're actually going through. Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's that's the that's the point um, that I think can be very harmful. And also, um, you're targeted very much by algorithms. And I mean, my my daughter, um, I'm very very lucky because both my children do. Um, do tend to have a certain amount of control over and, and a, a bit of wisdom, if you like, when in their kind of approach to um, social media. And I, and I just wish it was something that could be taught, you know. Yeah. Um, and so my son in particular, he he doesn't post a great deal, but but he is somebody who will say, you know, our whole lives are managed by social media and on social media. And um, the one thing that he has kind of um, resisted in the past is the pressure to... Um, immediately respond to certain things, respond to messages and so on. And um, he has felt this kind of incessant pressure from, say, girlfriends or, or, you know, friends where it's like, if you don't message immediately, then there's a pressure there. So that's the pressure he's felt from social media. But I think from an influential point of view, he's quite quite canny. Um, And my daughter um, has actually resisted that social pressure quite a lot to kind of constantly be in touch and so on. But she's very aware that, um, you know, she she actually says she feels like they're victims of the the, the tech, the the big tech. And she said our our generation has been so targeted by the the big tech companies. And she feels quite cross about it, really, because she's talking about things like TikTok. You know, she says that she's got friends who are spending like eight hours a day on it, you know, and it's it's really, really like, again, some young people might say, well, what's wrong with that? But, you know, surely the, the, there's a bit of common sense there to say, hang on a minute. Um, you, there's an awful lot of your life that you need to be using on, on, on time on other things, you know, and and so I think TikTok in particular is is sucking people down a kind of a rabbit hole of just watching constant videos of, of, of nothing really yeah so I think that that worries me and I think this has all been heightened um, through Covid because you know people had so much more time on their hands I mean I know I had friends who went on TikTok and they were spending hours doing these TikToks you know they have moved away from it now that we've got back to more of a real existence dare I say it um, but 
I think as well what we're seeing with social media is a growing trend of um, Insta versus reality. And I quite like this. And some of the, like, the big you know, um, stars, celebrities are doing that. And I think that is really important. And also I'm seeing a growing trend in who I follow in them saying, and I can't remember quite how they call it, but a social media blackout. Or, you know, they're, they're coming away from it for days. And personally, I've been reading quite a bit on this over the last year and I do feel that we are heading towards maybe a total social media blackout and actually trends will change again and it'll become you know normal to not have anything um, and I think that helps young people I've got a quiz question for you oh oh what, what currently is the most used social media site you see I think it's got to be either snapchat or tiktok or instagram no it'll oh instagram, instagram. You both wrong. It's currently TikTok. Oh no, I did say TikTok, but then I kind of said three answers. Um, and its peak in popularity was January of this year. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely, it's definitely. In fact, I, I did sound like an old fogey earlier because I said I'm on Facebook, and I am very, very aware, as Sam said, that Facebook is absolutely not at all on young people's agenda and it's just for older people um, but obviously you know having teenage children and working in the job that I do I see lots and lots of other social media platforms but I tr I d on a personal level I think you're right Sam I'm trying very hard I, d I don't well I don't actually have to try I don't engage and I just think it's so much better for your mind and I think it's brilliant from what Sam said that there is this backlash and there is this tendency for people to be saying hang on and this is what I was saying about I would love it to be something that could be taught but I think if it's actually done via social media where people are making that conscious decision to say hang on a minute I am you know going to walk away occasionally from this I am going to give myself a bit of time out and I am going to 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 try to see the truth a little bit more and not be a victim to you know the manipulation that's out there through social media I won't, I won't describe you old Helen but <laughs> Facebook Facebook seventh in the social media yeah, interesting interesting Instagram second Facebook's height of popularity was December of 2012 oh that's if yeah, you remember MySpace back in the day, yeah. Yeah. that's Gosh. virtually non-existent mm. anymore. Yeah. And mm. the, their peak in popularity was in July 2007. Mm. And there'll be new things coming along all the time, won't there? And I, But I, I think it's brilliant if there are influential people out there, influencers, who can be giving that message, particularly to young people. Look, don't, you know... <laughs> Don't allow yourself to be manipulated in, in this kind of cynical way. Do try to step back from it and either take some actual physical time out from it or at least be aware a little bit more of, of, of the content that you're consuming. And it's not easy because it's so powerful. But that's that's what I would like to see happening a bit more as we, as we go forward. When you said there about being aware of the content that you consuming it and when you look around when you go down in, in town or you're on a bus or you're on a train everyone's on the phone Pretty much yes. everyone's on the phone do you think we've lost living in the moment yes do i do lost? i think some people have and um interesting again that you say that because my husband was um in london a couple of days ago um 
on business and he he said he was walking um you know let, let's just take say about half an hour of his time of walking through london and he said the number of people who nearly walked literally straight into him because they they were all consumed and if you if you kind of step back from that and you just kind of imagine these people walking down the street all like with their heads in their phones i just think it's like it is like we've been kind of taken over by 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 the technology and i think it's it's a shame it is and just to add to that and i'm sure you'll both relate to seeing this as well there's nothing that upsets me and genuinely upsets me more than like being at a concert or being somewhere and people you know talking about living in the moment they're not watching it they're watching it through their phone to then put on social media yeah. and equally i remember i mean it was quite a while ago it was probably pre-covid actually i was in um the pub and there was a group of girls young girls about eight of them all just sat on their phone then suddenly one of them took a picture to upload to instagram so they look like they're having the best time ever as soon as that picture was uploaded all back on their phones and i thought what you know but again going back to it people would look at that picture thinking oh they're having the best time ever and yeah, yeah you know that is just really really sad actually it really sad to saying that it's a bit of a highlight reel to anyone that saw that, wow, they're having a great time. When in reality, yeah, when you can see, they're not really having a. And that's why I th- that's where where the harm comes because, um, and that's you know going back to what I was saying about scrolling through. You know, in my case, occasionally Facebook, very occasionally, um, I don't tend to post or anything. And I do think it can be lovely if you see people you know, that you, you can maybe wish them a happy birthday or there's a key event that you can be reminded of and, and say something nice. And I love that kind of positivity. But um, but a lot of the time, you ap- you're absolutely right. You're just seeing these wonderful images of people having the most amazing time. And if you're feeling a little bit down at the time, it can really bring you down. And I think... Uh, it's it's just that being able to see through it a little bit and and Sam you're right people not living in the moment I mean absolutely they're just literally thinking constantly about how this could look and to other people and and why for what what do they you know you you sort of think what are you gaining from that just enjoy the moment 100% I think that's the most important thing yeah well uh Thank you very much for joining us this morning, Helen. It's been a, an interesting conversation. If, you, if you're impacted by anything that's happened on social media, there's the supporting college through your pastoral mentor, um, your teaching staff or additional learning support. Before we finish, though, I'm just going to ask Sam and Helen one, one last question. What is your top tip for use of social media? So I was actually going to come in with that. So Dave, I must have read your mind. So coming back to something we talked about in an earlier podcast, and I, I talked about my use, my personal use of mobile phone and something I'd committed to doing. So again, I was on my phone before bed, going through social media. I couldn't even tell you. You know, I could spend half an hour. I don't even know what I'd looked at. And so now, keeping my phone downstairs on charge, one of the best things I've done. And equally, first thing in the morning, I'd pick my phone up probably go on social media you know i do my emails social media messages just not healthy so that would be my top tip put the phone you know maybe not downstairs if that doesn't suit you but you know away from you and just really make a conscious effort to live in the moment you know get up and i don't know look outside at the weather i know it sounds cheesy but you know true live in the moment definitely 
I think all I can do is just echo what Sam said, and and absolutely, um, if you you know if you absolutely must have your phone in you know next to you at night, um, is is just to try. I mean, it is very difficult because young people, in particular, you know, it is just such an automatic reaction to pick that phone up. But I I'm the same. I won't look at my phone at night. <clears throat> I might check just to make sure I haven't had any like calls or something because you know it, it, just to make sure that no one's trying to get in touch with me but I um, absolutely won't um, engage with social media in the evenings after a certain time you know certainly not before bed and um, and I have found myself occasionally looking at say the news or, or um, social media first thing in the morning and I've stopped doing that I, w I won't do that I'll allow myself to get into the day first um, and one of the things that my daughter does now is she finds that um, WhatsApp is such a good way of just generally communicating because a lot of the time people are like, well, I, and I know a lot of people won't do this, but they will um, say that, you know, they need to be on a certain um platform because of the messages coming in from friends um, just about kind of making arrangements and if it's just for that um, then I think WhatsApp's brilliant you know um, I, I do think that it just as a communication it can be a little bit less um, uh, I don't know manipulative really and, and, and possibly a little bit more real I don't know yeah. but yeah definitely walking away from it sometimes and giving yourself a, a bit of time out a bit of headspace. Well thank you very much for joining us this morning Helen. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and we will see you next time.